Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Monday, and this is the fifth week of the Easter season. Easter is not just a single festival day. It is celebrated each time we gather to worship the Lord on Sunday. And it's also this seven-week season that we're in right now that takes us to the festival of Pentecost and the gift of the Holy Spirit. We begin our time of prayer this morning in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love, O God, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Praise to the blessed and holy Trinity, one God, who gives us life, salvation, and resurrection. Alleluia. The Son of Righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. The Lord is our God. We are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. You have been born anew through the abiding and living word of God. Our reading this morning from Acts chapter 17, beginning at verse 22. Then Paul stood in front of the Areopagus and said, Athenians, I see how extremely spiritual you are in every way. For as I went through this city and looked carefully at the objects of your worship, I found among them an altar with the inscription, To an unknown God. What therefore you worship as unknown... This I proclaim to you, the God who made the world and everything in it. He who is Lord of heaven and earth does not live in shrines made by human hands, nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything, since he himself gives to all mortals life and breath and all things. From one ancestor he made all peoples to inhabit the whole earth, and he allotted the times of their existence and the boundaries of their places where they would live so that they would search for God and perhaps fumble about for him and find him, though indeed he is not far from each of us. For in him we live and move and have our being, as even some of your own poets have said, for we too are his offspring. Since we are God's offspring, we ought not to think that the deity is like gold or silver or stone, an image formed by the art and imagination of mortals, While God has overlooked the times of human ignorance, he now commands all people everywhere to repent, because he has fixed a day on which he will have the world judged in righteousness by a man whom he has appointed, and of this he has given assurance to all by raising him from the dead. This is Paul's famous speech at the Areopagus in Athens. It is a departure from Paul's normal method of evangelizing. 
Typically, Paul enters a city and he begins his work by starting in the synagogue or making contacts in the marketplace with devout Gentiles who want to hear more about his message about Jesus, about the Messiah. In this case, Paul is speaking to people who are open to hearing new things, used to hearing the views and teaching of various philosophies of that time, but but otherwise they have very little knowledge of the story of the Lord and of Israel. This is also a departure for Paul to appeal to a shared connection to God. After all, Paul has spent his early years as a devout Pharisee, distinguishing himself, separating himself and his people from the Gentiles, keeping him apart from the pagan world as God's people. Now, however, he says that all humans have come into existence by God's creative power and command, and what separates Paul from his pagan audience is simply the knowledge of the Most High God and his judgment and salvation of all through Jesus. The God the pagans sense and grope for, the God that is unknown to them, Paul knows and knows intimately. What a tantalizing introductory message for those who are searching, truly searching, for wisdom and knowledge about God. Paul shares the good news of the resurrection, of God's desire that all people now come to the knowledge of the Lord, of the judgment that is awaiting for this world. In our day, too, people search and grope and hope and wish for some knowledge and experience of God, some sense of meaning and purpose in this world. We can invite them to come and know the Lord and to learn God's love and salvation through Jesus Christ. Like Paul, we, too, have the good news of the gospel to share. And like Paul, we have a story to tell that changes what we think we know about God this world, and the future. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, for you to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gifts of relationship with others, for the communion of faith in your church. For who else, for what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. 
heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for the people in countries ravaged by strife and warfare, for all who have been the victims of violence, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for those who strive to save this earth from carelessness and destruction, for the sick and the mourning, for the lonely, for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For who else? For what else do we ask today? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. Ever-living God, author of creation, we give you thanks for your gift of water that brings life and refreshes the earth. We bless and praise you, for by water and the word we are cleansed from sin and receive everlasting life. Join us again this day to the saving death of Christ. Renew in us the living fountain of your grace and raise us with Christ Jesus to live in newness of life. For you are merciful and you love your whole creation. With all of your creatures we give you glory. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, who gives us new birth by water in the Holy Spirit and forgives us all of our sins, strengthen us in all goodness and, by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. <laughs>